It is day four of Dafhei. We are holding the Gemara on Dafhei on the base 17 lines up from the bottom of the page. Yesterday we learned in the Brysa, Lo Sa'acher Lashalmo, the Torah says, do not delay payment. Lashalmo, you can't delay payment of it, of the original carbon, but not Lechilufav. The substitute of the carbon is not included in the prohibition of delaying payment. The Gemara wanted to know what is the case, what type of substitute is not included in the prohibition of delaying payment. And Rav Sheesh just told us it was the substitute for an Ola and a Shlomim. What was the case? The case was you have an Ola or a Shlomim and the person has not brought it to the Beis Amikdash at the first opportunity. Pesach's gone past, Shavuos has gone past. He's got one more opportunity. According to most opinions, he's got three opportunities to bring it. It's going to be one year, one full year, one full suite of three festivals before he transgresses the prohibition of Baal And then it develops a mum, a, a blemish. He can no longer offer it. So he replaces it with another korban. He transfers the sanctity to another animal. And now the second animal has to be offered as a korban. The first one is no longer sanctified, no longer has to be offered as a korban because it developed a blemish and its sanctity has been transferred to another animal. So you might have thought, Rav Sheshus said, that you only have one more festival to go by before you have a total of three festivals and you transgress the prohibition of Baal You might have thought that because the second animal, Mikoach Kamakasi, it comes from the strength of the sanctity of the first animal. So you might think you add together the two time periods, Kamash Malon comes along the Pasuk to tell you, the substitute is not subject to the same prohibition and the clock restarts. You've got another three festivals to go by before you transgress the prohibition of Baal That's what we learned yesterday. The Gemara questions, what about according to Rabbi Meir? We had five Tanoim, five different views in the Tanoim, how long you have before you transgress the prohibition of Baal One of those views, the Amar Rabbi Meir said, Rabbi Meir said, you only have one festival. You have to bring the animal at the first opportunity. If you miss the first festival, you transgress the prohibition. So according to Rabbi Meir, Michael Ameimar, Rabbi Meir said, you only have one festival, then you transgress the prohibition. So clearly, according to Rabbi Meir, the Brysa cannot be coming to teach us anything about an Ola or Shlomim that developed a mum and was replaced with another, with another animal. It can't be teaching us that at all, because consider the case that we're talking about. An animal is an Ola or Shlomim, and two festivals have gone past. Two festivals have gone past. So you've already transgressed the prohibition of Balta Acher. According to Rabbi Meir, you only have one festival anyway. Then it develops a mum. It develops a mum and you transfer the sanctity to another animal. What did the Brysa say? What did Rav Sheshis explain? You might have thought that you transgressed the prohibition of Balta Acher after just one more festival. Kamash Malon comes along the Brysa to teach you that the clock resets. But according to Rimeir, that's a moot point. According to Rimeir, you always only have one festival to bring a korban before you transgress the prohibition of Balta Acher. It doesn't matter whether the clock resets or not. Whether the clock resets or not, you only have one festival. You can't reset a clock that only has one number on it. And therefore, according to Rimeir, that cannot be what the Bryce is coming to exclude. So Amarova, Rava said, What case are we dealing with according to Rimeir? We're dealing with a case where the original Ola or Shlomim became blemished during the festival. During the first festival. And then he transferred the sanctity to another animal. In other words, the first festival came along. And he hadn't yet brought the korban. He's in Jerusalem. It's the third day of the festival. He hasn't brought the korban yet. So the whole festival hasn't gone past yet. So he hasn't yet transgressed the prohibition of Baal But then the animal develops a mum, a blemish. And he transfers the sanctity to a second animal. And then, the remainder of the festival then passes. And he did not bring the second animal. Tosfus says, 
Tosfa says, Balta'achar only applies if you've had a whole festival go past you. Even according to Rabbi Meir, who says you have to bring it on the first available festival, he holds you have to have been given an entire festival before you transgress the prohibition. If you only had a part of a festival, you cannot be said to have transgressed the prohibition. So what happens here? You have an animal, it develops a blemish during the first festival that comes. And then you transfer the sanctity to another animal during the festival. And now you have the remainder of the festival and you don't offer the animal. What might you have thought? Since the substitute comes from the strength of the sanctity of the first animal, therefore you might think that you add together the two time periods that you had under both korbanos. The first korban you had three days of the festival that you didn't offer it. And the second korban which came from the strength of the first one, you had four days of the festival that you didn't offer it. Add them together, they both come from the same original sanctity and therefore surely we should say that you transgress the prohibition of Alta Acher once the festival has finished, once Pesach has finished. Kamash Malon comes along the Pesach to teach us, no, the clock resets. And according to Rabbi Meir, what does that mean? You have to have a whole festival go past you before you transgress the prohibition of Alta Acher. Not just part of a festival. And that is what the Brisa comes to exclude according to Rabbi Meir. We're going to hold it here for today. I wish you all a very good day.